for the Golos one? For the band one? No. Oh, wait. I, I thought we were combining the two things together. No, why would we do that? No, yeah, these are going to be separate things. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Demonstrate the Loop, the Magic the Gathering podcast where we do everything. Everything. From set reviews and set dissections, discussions, deck techs, all for the low price. You know the one. Anyway, today we've got a short discussion for you. Uh, there was just an announcement that uh, we've got one banning and one unbanning right here in Commander. Uh, I suppose we'll split that up. Let's talk about the banning. Stop. I'm doing a good job. Let's start talking about the banning first. What has been banned is Golos Tireless Pilgrim. Golos the Tireless Pilgrim is a legendary artifact creature scout, just scout, uh, that you can cast for five mana of any color. When he enters, you search for a land card, any kind of land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped, shuffle your library, and then he has an activated ability for one of each color and two more. You exile the top three cards of your library, and you may play them this turn without paying their mana cost. It is, it has been, as I understand it, one of the most played, one of the most popular commanders in the format for quite a while. And that's part of the problem. Um, the RC is always looking to not have the overall game meta become homogenized. They don't want there to be a commander in a particular color grouping that is just that's the one you do or you're doing something worse and golos has very much been that five color commander where if you're doing five colors he just kind of is the best pick and if you're doing something else you're doing something worse now how do you fellers feel about this <laughs> um yeah no this one this one just makes sense um i also i tend to operate like as far as bannings go um, and this is, this is like hot, like universally for various hobbies. I actually like to treat bannings as kind of the, um, the argument that people do, like whenever they're talking about, um, like, uh, the example I always come to for some reason is like top five best rappers dead or alive. But like you have a pre-discussion that no one's allowed to say Tupac or Biggie. And the hmm. justification there is that if you could, most people would just always say those two, um, and so it's not as, it's not as interesting of a discussion. And so I actually I'm not necessarily opposed to banning things just because they're ubiquitous. Because if everyone's running it, I think you one you hit everyone the same. Um, and it's also a thing. It's like well, we now everyone knows how good things can be if we're all running this one thing because we all ran it. And so now we can just kind of take it out and see how we do without it. Um, and so I don't really mind it just for its ubiquity there. And also, I mean, in their full announcement here, they mentioned just it's, if you wanted to build a five color deck that didn't care about its commander, you just picked Golos every time. Um, their mm -hmm. specific thing is uh, with the exception of the most commander centric decks. And like, we only really had, I think one Golos deck in our that meta. That was mine. It and was it was me. Daniel's. <laughs> um, and and so, like, the only negative that I have to say is that it, it impacts Daniel slightly, and I am always opposed to that as just kind of, like, a character trait of mine. But apart from that, yeah, like, <laughs> uh, Golos, like, I, I agree with the argument that Golos's effective commander tax is one, I guess, unless you're getting, right. like, 
right. some if unless you're finding a way to go negative uh, with every land you get, which is an interesting build. I am kind of sad to see the dedicated mazes in deck go away that I also hmm. never saw. Um, <laughs> but I am <laughs> mine, sad mine about didn't it. do that. Yeah, Daniel's deck did not do mazes in. Um, and where like I thought I think like that's probably like the one that is like the like the Golos thing. Like I don't know if there's exactly a one to one commander for that deck. Mm-hmm. But I mean, apart from that, I'm not a, I'm not exactly upset. There are reasons here um, are like Golos is like generically powerful, but also it ge- is generically powerful in a way that started to creep down into middle and low tiers where they're actually a bit more focused about banning to maintain format diversity so i mean yeah the gullus band just makes sense to me how do you feel about it daniel as the boy gutted whose hamstring got cut in this banning how do you feel about your hamstring uh my favorite thing about my hamstring today is that um uh on the announcement of the two bannings um pleasant kenobi did a joke on his tiktok Mm. Where he he said Worldfire was unbanned. I can't wait to play it in my Golos deck. <laughs> and the thing about his joke that he did was that that was my real. Yeah, because my ah. Golos commander is for my my five color favorites deck, which is my Marie Kondo. Just I take cards of each color and I say, does this bring me joy? And I slam them into Golos. And Worldfire is definitely one of those cards. Mm-hmm. We've talked about mm-hmm. how. They should unban it. I think on the yep. whole Breacher episode, we talked about it. So very much so, I was going to jam Worldfire into Golos. Just yeah. 100%. Um, but no, the ban, the ban to me makes a lot of sense. I, um, cause, and, and I'll, and I'll ask you guys like a, an interesting kind of patch question later, but it's, um, mm-hmm. but Golos, cause the, it didn't really make sense to me at first, but it was when they said in the article, like, they, it was something to the to the effect of just like it doesn't matter what your theme is if your theme is broad and it's not like I want to do Demir rogues mm-hmm. and it's just like okay well you have Anawan but if it's just like I want to build rogues just grab Golos pack in all five of the color rogues and yep. you do them hey you want to go Bant enchantments but you don't like Tuvasa and you also like the red and black enchantments Golos is the best enchantress commander. <laughs> that's just mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. only thing i can think of where golos might be might lag behind would be like if you wanted to do a reanimator deck in five colors then i think kenrith barely would mm-hmm. beat out golos because yeah. he has that tacked on and you can just you know infinite right, man right. and all that kind of stuff but for any other broad theme you could think of any of them like even the dragons they mm-hmm. have tiamat they have ur dragon ur dragon is really really good don't get me wrong but I do think Golos is probably a better five-color dragon <laughs> yep. commander than, like, yeah. the two five-color dragon commanders. And that's where I was like, okay, I mm-hmm. get it. Because I never thought about that before, just that somebody might be like, you know what would be fun? Big Stompy. But, like, I like creatures that aren't just green. So mm-hmm. let's just get Golos and let's just Put grab Golos there. and do it. Right, right. And I didn't... Um, This is very similar to when I played Teamer Adventures in Standard in that I didn't know it was a tier deck. I just like copying spells, and I was like, this seems like an effective way to copy spells because you get a two-mana artifact that lets you copy them. I really like casting cards off the top of my library. I like Omen Machine. I like Oath of Druids. I like Cascading. Top deck, stupid stuff. I really like it. That's why I built Golos, and then it turns out, hey, 
a lot of people hate this guy. <laughs> a lot of yeah. people don't like this guy at all. Yeah. He's um he's a he's a problem. And I was like, well, looks like you stumbled <laughs> into it again. Yeah. And, and you I know, think, <laughs> I I think you know I I feel very blessed that. I, I'm pretty sure my only Golos experience was Daniel's Marie Kondo, just stuff he liked deck. Um, so I, I never had a problem with it. Um, but I, I feel like in their description of why they banned it, they were really they were really succinct and they were really clear about why they did it. Drew already mentioned the fact that since he goes and gets you any land when he enters, his commander tax is essentially one every time. That's super good. On top of the fact that um, in a five-color deck, a lot of times you're kind of dealing with a little bit of a wonky mana base because you're trying to get each color and enough of it. And then mm-hmm. he straight gets you a land of any type, so he will fix you on that every time. And then on top of and all he of that... he doesn't require Wubert to cast. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's, he is yeah, generic, generic to cast. Um, so he just fixes you good mm-hmm. on top of just a big bonkers value ability. It's just, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's one of those... Like, it, I, I, cannot, I can be okay with a commander that has no drawbacks and is just good, but... Um, this is so wide. This but is so many draw forwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so many pros with no con. This and, guy... I mean, I, and I mean, the thing is with yeah. this, um, I, I, it's a sentiment I've seen from a lot of people online in the wake of the ban. If your Golos deck is actually chill, your player group's not going to stop you from playing it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw one one person that made me upset. It was like, uh, oh God, what did he say? He said like, um, I didn't think Golos was going to be such a problem in lower tiers. I thought the rule zero conversation would have like mm-hmm. sorted that out. And I was just like, does do people think that people want to gang up on one person? Mm-hmm. Like somebody <laughs> brings a deck and you're just like, you know what all four of us should do in our five man pod? We should all tell him, him specifically with this one <laughs> deck that he has that we, us four, we can't deal with that deck. That mm-hmm. deck, us four, the four of us, <laughs> hey, kid, put that deck. That's being a bully. That's being a jerk. It just yeah. feels like a like a mm-hmm. dick thing to do. I would yeah. never rule zero and tell someone that they can't use well, and, a commander. And, right, right. Like, and that's ever. the biggest thing is rule. Um, I I did a uh, I did a video on TikTok, but about the rule zero thing specifically. And it's just like it's granted in our pod, we're a regular play group. And if if I have a problem with the way someone plays, um, I will go to them personally because they're friends of mine, and I'll beat them up in the front yard of my house. But uh, not everyone has that level of familiarity and intimacy with their playgroup like I do. And not everybody has a yard. Not everybody has a yard, man. Real estate's hard out here. And especially now that Golos is gone. Ah! <laughs> and the thing is, like, I think Rule Zero is actually a lot more useful when it comes to adding things back into the format. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. it is. Like Daniel yeah. said, it's it's a big ask uh, to to have me like tell someone what they can't do. I will allow silver border all day. If you have any banned card, run that proxies all to give it to me. But like, it is, it is so much easier for me, uh, even among like longtime friends of mine to say, you can do this way before I would go. 
I would rather you didn't do this. And yeah. so the rule zero discussion, I mm-hmm. think, is almost it, like I think there's there's more of a concerted effort to have it be had more often. But yeah, like I don't think that's a realistic thing that's happening at most tables in most games. I don't I don't yeah. care how often you have a rule zero discussion. As soon as you have the one where it's five versus one telling one person <laughs> specifically, uh. nah, man, no, that that shit sucks. Like that sucks so hard. And you really need to think about like, is that important enough to you in this imaginary (laughs) card game for you and five of your friends to sit one person down and be like, look, man, we can't (laughs) handle what you're throwing down. This beef too big for our mouths. No, come on. It's the size not of that bad. the it's size of Daniel's hypothetical pod has grown by one each time he's referred well, to. Well, that's the how I feel every time I see people complaining about people. It's like, it's like how many, like how many people? Because I feel like if you had a pod that has like three or four goalless players, it should balance out and not be problem. But either way, before we, <laughs> before we um sit yeah. too long on this, um, yep. Arata, how would you guys fix goalless to make it not be oh, banned? Okay. What is the thing you think you would do? Like, um, what uh, what should Golos have been? I would make Golos cost Wooberg and have the ability be seven generic. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Interesting. Or I mean, keep it Wooberg, but to but to give them something, I would just make Golos cost Wooberg. Like, then it's hard to play the first time. Hmm. I like and that. and when it ETBs, you can't just grab fancy utility like Field of the Dead Lands. You have to be like uh, you have to think a lot more about what yeah. you're grabbing with it. Yeah, I would just make it cost Wooberg at all. Yeah, See, I, I was like... going a different direction. And even <laughs> though I ran it for the last ability, I would just be like, if you just cut that last ability and you gave us a five-color <laughs> lands commander that specifically is like, I want to have like a bunch of creature lands. I want to like have blank stuff to just keep grabbing weird lands <laughs> and attack with <laughs> them. Like Mazes in like is like one of the fun Golos builds. Yeah. Because the things that you're casting are probably just going to get you more guild gates. Like, that was kind of what he was designed to do, was to do weird wonky land stuff. or And then, for some reason, they just tacked on this other ability mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, we could have just had a really interesting, like, essentially primetime. Like a, yeah. like a five-color primetime deck. Or like, uh-huh. I want to do Valakut shenanigans, like on a yeah. dedicated guy. But that it's the second ability that turned it into, well, I'm just going to play Enchantress. I'm even going to play <laughs> or- Bant Enchantress. And I'm just going to use Golos to find me the world tree to fix yep. the mana to where now I can do <laughs> the Golos ability and not yep. even care. Like it's exactly. like that, yeah. that last ability is where I think that it was a little, just a mm-hmm. little overkill. Because mm-hmm. the rest of that's really cool and interesting on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I man. And Josh, what would you do? <laughs> the idea of him doing nothing but the first ability where you get the land is that's adorable. I would love for that to exist. I, <laughs> I mean, strictly I worse. Just, oh, I love it though. No, it's you, get ador- you, get you get any land. You get any land. Yeah. Any land. And yeah. If you just so, keep on blinking them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the ideas. Of, but yeah, I, I mean, I was going to say my first thought was I think I think if you just took away the land get ability he would still be incredibly good but not ludicrous bongos broken but not um, run away with it though yeah i think mm-hmm. if he was i think if his i think if you got rid of the land search ability and maybe make his his uh 
exile the top three doom ability cost five of each and five generic i think you could get to a point where he was still a dude that was 30 mana wait what did i say (laughs) oh no 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 you said five of each and five you know what why not yeah let's (laughs) it's not what i meant it's not what i meant but it's what i said uh and to be a man of my word yeah five of each color and five generic and you get three cards off the top that's the price you pay for running this five drop three five scout um if they're uh, all like three the, Draco, you profit on that. Yeah. I liked the the thing is, it's like Golos Tireless Pilgrim is a scout. And so, like, mm-hmm. flavorfully, I also just feel like the I explore new lands. That's literally yeah. what I do. Like, uh-huh. I just want to explore yeah. different places. Why does it get to cast three spells off <laughs> the top at random? Right. Why does it get to... I, I guess the idea is just like, oh, look at these crazy things I found in this world I explored. I guess... But just like a tutor for any land on a body, I I feel like there's already cool enough shenanigans you could do there. Like, mm-hmm. like you didn't yeah. have to. It's like, please, sir, I'm full. <laughs> I've had plenty to eat. I have. You know what? I have my, you know um, what? So so maybe then, land, I'm good. Maybe then, if it was instead, it's pretty much the same. But you exile the top three, and you can play them for as long as they're exiled. Still got to pay for them. But he has scouted ahead. He's found cards. It's like impulse draw. If you're not getting them for free, it's it's value, but not not yeah. uh, schlooping down the hill. Similar so to far. the whole breacher discussion, it's really like you just remove like one of the things. It's just, yeah, just Golos doing too much. One of the things yeah. in Golos, I think, would have ended up not being as ubiquitous. Let's move on to the mm-hmm. next thing. Yeah, let's the other on. announcement was around Worldfire. Um, the 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 formal announcement is Worldfire was once banned due to having or due to the problematic interaction with floating mana and having access to your commander. We want to foster a commander environment where eight and nine mana spells are viable and likely to show up in a game. So we evaluate the expensive ones in that context. Unlike Coalition Victory and Biorhythm, which we continue to believe are problematic in the in that environment, the level of effort needed to make Worldfire effective is sufficient that we suspect it will not be as much of an issue. There are already cheaper ways to do similar things in the format. We believe the social contract and robust pregame discussions will keep Worldfire out of games in which it doesn't belong. Uh, that's the full announcement there. Um, I, we have been on this show <laughs> explicitly pro-Worldfire um, yeah, I think the only yeah. thing that I disagree with, <laughs> with this whole thing is games where it doesn't belong. Where no one's running red, I, mean, I guess. Like, I think I, I think I don't the only get it. <laughs> I think the only place, this theoretical spot where it's a game where it doesn't belong, is a game where like one or more players in the pod will just like up and go home if they see it. And I really feel like that's more a problem with then. <laughs> Not even if it, it resolves, being, if they just yeah, know it's in the deck. Exactly, and even then. It's more of a personal problem. I <laughs> yeah, think. I mean yeah, it's um, I, I mean I think it also just bodes positively, you know, for the format as a whole. Like you mentioned here, I <clears> like <throat> eight and nine mana cards. I think should be able to just end the game. Like that's that's mm-hmm. fine with mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. I have seen um the argument there where like this that they are they are specific to mention coalition victory and biorhythm because they're also brought up in this conversation a lot as not as this not directly indicating that those are like being looked at for unbanning in the future mm-hmm. um 
And I, I, it's, it's been interesting to kind of think on because of the distinction of like coalition victory forces you to have an answer right now. World fire forces you to draw into something. It, it just kind of mm-hmm. changes the game state a bit. The other two literally have win the game on and world fire doesn't, you can use it to win the game, um, which I think is probably what they're mostly looking at. Yeah. Like it's yeah. eight or nine mana doesn't directly win the game, but if built around will lead to you winning the game. And that's kind of where they're moving towards. And world fire, I would probably say is one of the most egregious of that specific kind of subset of cards. And so I think it's a good <laughs> one to unban to test. Um, <clears throat> I think that the worst thing that I've seen about this unbanning is that there have been more people who were upset that Golos was banned than there have been people who were ecstatic that World <laughs> Fire was unbanned. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. having seen that, I do think magic is dead, essentially. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I at this point, I don't blame Wizards. I don't blame the Rules Committee. I blame us, the players, if that's how we're going to react <laughs> to probably... Mm-hmm. You could ban the top twenty most played commanders if it brought World Fire back, and I would be—I would have to change a bunch of decks probably, but that don't matter because guess what goes in them? Guess what each of those decks gonna get, baby? Guess what I replace the commander with every time? <laughs> World, World Fire, Fire. the zone. Rule zero World. discussion, guys. First off, I hate your commander specifically, Josh. All three of us decided go to hell, <laughs> and also World Fire in my command zone. Also, in I get a wish board. Zone. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the command zone yeah no, no i i really on. like this uh this unbanning i think um um i don't know it's one of those things that i just i just i can't i guess if you are in the lead then yeah i guess i could see how you'd be mad at someone resolving a world fire but you're one person in a four-man pod. There's also, three other souls there. They're excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, if you're in the lead, I expect cards to make you mad. That's how blue shells work. I'm sorry. Like, Right. Yeah, yeah it's just, you know, somebody's got to stop you. Now, I don't know. It might not be me, but somebody's got to have a good top deck here coming up soon, I hope. Yeah. Worldfire doesn't, it doesn't annoy the player currently in third place, and that's a good vector. Whoever's in third place needs to be neutral to generally okay with a card getting played. And then I think mm-hmm. it's mostly mm-hmm. fine for the format. Although yeah. real real players will be in first place and cast and world fire. fire with no no win <laughs> condition on board or mana floating. See, that's what I'm thinking. They just go right through combat and you just and you yeah. just do it. That's what Josh no, wants I mean, to do. I just, that's what I want to do. Like anything that makes the game feel feel more similar to a wild west duel has to be good right like how exactly. can it be bad i mean that's i think like you at just one bring point... like a little portable earphones or headphones uh-huh. or whatever like a portable boom box and whenever you do the thing you have a little wee wee <laughs> you throw some yeah. tumbleweeds onto the table <laughs> yeah you just mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. throw well because it's not going to hit anybody's cards they're all, yeah, they're all exiled they're <laughs> like no one can be mad that you're just bringing in dirt from outside <laughs> and throwing it on the table yeah i did this yeah. for you to make it more immersive it's good i mean a big part of what they talked no, about in terms of the uh unbanning yeah. was that it's i think i think like the main thing that went into the decision to unban this one is the fact that it also gets rid of hands like it it, it is yeah. essentially you know even if you've floated infinite mana and you get your commander 
you have no other gas in the tank. Like Biorhythm, A, they mentioned the fact that that's green, getting eight mana is trivial, and you're probably doing it with mana dorks that gets you the life from Biorhythm, and then you've got your dudes left, and you have your hand. Worldfire, it, at most, at most, the most problematic thing is that you will Worldfire and have mana left just to do your commander. And like, what? It, Which... Yeah. It's gonna be heartless hit at Sugu anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever expects <laughs> Heartless Worldfire. He's the not. spiciest tech imaginable. Heartless Head at Sugu is not legendary. He is legendary. He's legendary? Josh, you are the matter. wrongest you have ever been. Oh my god. Into a microphone you said that? Heartless Into a Josh, Sugo. we got you. How do we catch you lacking? this bad and i don't know what the audio equivalent of in in 320 kilobits per second josh holy cow i could run him as a commander and i didn't realize all this time oh my god (laughs) i'm mostly sorry for myself Uh, and then I guess to, to cap off the episode on the last announcement, rule mm. 10, which stated that commanders were subject to the legend rule was created in the days when the legend rule was less stable. The rule remained as an artifact of that time. It's not command. It's not a commander specific rule, but simply existed as a clarification. Since it's redundant, we chose to eliminate it. This change is administrative only and will have no impact on how games are played. Rule 11 bumps up to rule 10. How do we feel about that one? 